online, on digital, and on 88 to 91 FM. BBC Radio 2. Russell Brand. You're listening to Russell Brand. This is BBC Radio 2. We're live, live, live. This is actually happening now. This is your life, your living. Look around you, breathe the air. I'm here with Matt Morgan. He is my co-host. Hello, Matt. How are you? Hello, Russell. I'm good. Better than last week when you were stinking drunk. I was a bit drunk, yeah. Why do you come to work drunk? You wouldn't have known I was drunk if I hadn't told you. This would, because you're obnoxious and you caused a lot of worry and concern among your co-workers here at the BBC. I was a good laugh. People said that you were slumped lifeless in a lift and that people... I wasn't lifeless. People thought you were a vagrant. I was slumping with style. S- elegantly slumped you were. What a show it'll be this week. We're all in the same room together. Me, Matt Morgan, Mr G, the poet laureate of the show, sat smugly in the corner with his new West End... Well, let's, let's <laughs> call it what it is, gay persona. Since he's become a theatrical knight, Mr. G is become, he's very, he's taken to the role. He's changed, of, hasn't he? Changed. It's simple as that, he has changed. He's now, what, where is your show in case people want to go and see it? What is it? Um, go on then, tell it's us. It's called Into the Hoods. It's at the Novello Theatre in Aldwych. Novello Theatre. Oh, it used to be theatre, didn't it? In yeah, the old days it? when it was all about hip hop, he used to like Ice Cube, and now if Ralph Richardson ain't in it, he ain't interested. <laughs> he don't give <laughs> monkeys no more you forgot your roots mate you forgot where you're from what into the hood that's what it's called into the hoods and it's about hip-hop and it's a fairy tale set in the hood what are you playing in it a hood mm, <laughs> i'm not remotely surprised i've seen the way you live week. your life and i will be reviewing it uh, on your cultural review your yes. new returning item comes back when it wants to occasionally it'll come back but of course you've got ambitions beyond your own cultural review now now that you want your own heavy metal show Yes. Well, I can't see how. There's been a lot of interest. Well, there has been a lot of concern, is what (laughs) more than interest. People worried about their licence paying fee being squandered on a show that's been called Special Interest and Unnecessary. (laughs) We've got a white elephant of a show, that's what it'll be. Hey, if you want to text us, why don't you then? 88291, or you can email russell.brand at bbc.co.uk. Perhaps you want to enter one of our contests. Perhaps you want to enter one of our. Oh, not contests! Don't say We do not have contests on the BBC. We're too corrupt. We can't. <laughs> oh, there's a contest. Perhaps we could skim a few pounds off the top of the contest. Stop saying things like that. Right. I'd like to say what I just said then was both childish, malevolent, ill-researched, and in many ways the most racist sentence in human history. So, uh, yeah, it's not a contest. What would it be? Items. If you want to be, item. yeah, it's just an item, man. An that item was... with a winner. An item, <laughs> a, a meritocratic item <laughs> where the best merited person will get some sort of reward. There'll be a What's this cardigan you're wearing. What are you haven't got my cardigan for? It looks like. Sort of grey silk bat wing cardigan. Yeah, well, that is what it's called. It is a grey silk bat wing cardigan. Because I'm a bat man, I'm a dark character, I'm living the life in Hollywood. I'm back here in What's London. This new leather jacket you've been wearing. It's me looking nice. What's the problem? Jealous? Jealous of our nice looks, swishing about through the London streets with my tan. Mm. Nominated for a BAFTA. Mm. Book nominated for some other thing, book award. Mm. Really? Some of them things can be voted for online. You know what you must do. Loyal, devoted How do we get the BAFTA? followers. Mm? How do we get the BAFTA, which I'm also included in? You are, because it's our company, Vanity Projects. The whole show's nominated. It's not me as a performer. Just say it's it the whole show. I'm a director of the company. What do you mean? I worked on the show. 
Yeah, but in a way, Matthew, we carried you through that difficult time. It's like sometimes you will employ someone, come on, he's having a hard time, can't you give Matt a little bit of work? Get him oh, to draw pictures, we need pictures, give him God, tips. Could some Matt, we're going to need someone to draw a picture of the sun, but with a smiley face <laughs> and sunglasses on, even though those things would be burned up by its core temperature. Uh, yeah, you've, we were bloody helpful. If we win that BAFTA, mate, you'll be coming right up on that stage all no, night. No, I will not. effing well will, mate. That's you effing well nightmare. will. You like it, you're good. Remember when you're you... You're good. You're good, boy, you're good as all the other girls, aren't you? Go on, pull your <laughs> PE knickers to one side. Adult male Matt Morgan. So what's weird about that, then? Uh, right, I've been saying for some time now, China, get out to bet. People didn't listen, now there's a civil war. I hope you've learned something. So when I say to you now... For God's sake, focus on, you know, equality across the world. Perhaps you're bloody well. Listen, China, get right out of Tibet. Stop the madness. Stop all this mayhem. There's an email here. Is Matt drunk again? Says fuzzymonsters at gmail.com. Oh, right. Who's, Matt, are who's you drunk? the alcoholic? Fuzzy monsters <laughs> or Matt? <laughs> it seems, Fuzzy Monsters, you have compromised your <laughs> argument by being known as Fuzzy Monsters, you fools, you insufferable fools. No, I'm stone cold sober. Stone cold sober. Notice he the used grim the stone. Reality. He's probably found another drug. He's probably found another stone. drug. Stone? What drugs are stone. stones? Stoned on a drug. Oh, oh stoned. I meant like rocks. Oh, I'm stoned on a drug, people say, don't they? you used to be like. I know, I'd loved the old drugs, didn't I, in the good old days. But wild. Everything was wild hey, in those wow. days. Whoa, I'm the Lizard King. Am I spacing you out, man? Lost you on a glass of water. Yeah, wild. Oh, yeah, right yeah. to snake. Hey, wow, do you know we're 90% water? You're just surfing on your own atoms, man. Why don't you, if you are a person, go to uh, bbc.co.uk and look at me, right? <laughs> just look at me. There's videos of me on there, Matt. YouTube-type things, you know, yes, clippies. Yes. There's me with Sharon Smith, stylist, assistant, friend. She's doing some dancing. I'm singing a song of St. Kelsey for me, doing St. Kelsey. Sounds a bit like that phone call you made just before the show. What? Oh, Go no. here and look at me. Listen <laughs> to me. Listen to me. Look, God, God, in context. Who was that person? There's just a person in America. Just some people, Matt, you know me. Go on the internet. BBC is one of the biggest websites on there. <laughs> Listen to me. Just click on my face. It takes click on up it. most. Most of the internet's taken up with the BBC website. There's hardly any room for the pornography now. There's so much of that on there. We've got some lovely items coming up later as well. Nanecdotes where you tell us lovely things that your nan has said or elderly relative of either gender, most of which we think are lies. That's a, like, Have you got the anecdote jingle to hand, mate? I could do some of the item now. Oh, well done. Why don't you just what do you mean? me <laughs> out. <laughs> I was still going to talk about that phone call. Oh, OK, hold on. What, Someone was being made to get on a plane against their will. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Matthew, I've got to have some sort of a private life, haven't I? I don't I'll give you enough. Well, what about that person's private life? That's gone. Go gone. and pack. Pack <laughs> immediately. Pack lingerie. Dress like a trollop and behave like a mother. Then this might just work. Come on, we've got lots of exciting things coming up. There's no need for any hullabaloo, any embarrassment. Let's ring up Noel Gallagher later, get him on the show. There will be our jingle race war. We listen to brilliant jingles people have sent in uh, our item gay where we help people with various gay problems that they may or may not have also uh, we've found out about you know emu of course you know him of course you not know him? well listen to this thing here this is an email from pedro smith that's what do you think pedro smith already Possibly. hello russell matt and g emu is still going he has he has a show on citv with the original emu's son well, that's unlikely that Emu's, Emu's, son. Emu's own son is operating him with a wing up his jacksie. <laughs> no, no, no. In a turnaround. Yeah, that's... Bird operating the man. Oh, I'd like that, though, in a weird way. 
That'd be macabre. A bird with her hand up a man. Yeah, because a wing you could never get into an orifice. in your life. <laughs> it's not a million miles from the way I entertain myself in the witching hour. Get on the plane. <laughs> bring your hand. <laughs> Go past that fellow and these two guys. That's <laughs> and what's that there? It's all sorts of forbidden fruit. Later on, if we want to, we can talk to. Uh, so hang on. So that's Rod what? Hull's son. That's Rod not Hull's Emu's son. Yeah, Emu hasn't had a son because he's not got genitals, sex organs, the capacity to create life. He's just some cloth based. Basically, isn't of course, he? he was just so miserable after Rod's you demise. Know, after Rod's demise, his he's, he's sperm dried up. Pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> dried up into an hardened crust. Has he got legs? He has, hasn't he? Yeah, they just dangle lifelessly, don't they, though? Hmm. Mm, let's not say any of those things. So, russ.brand at bbc.co.uk, or you can call us on 0500 288 if you'd like to have a phone call ignored by us, because we don't ever seem to take a call. Yes, Why we is do. that? We take loads of calls. Yeah, but we don't put them on the radio. Well, yeah, what? because well, mm. it's always the same people call up. Yeah, and that is... But I love you guys, <laughs> you <laughs> lovable nuts. Hey, aren't we all just a little bit eccentric? Hold on, right, so hold on. What, there's some things I wanted to boast about. BAFTA, right? We need to somehow influence that into winning, because I'm not going that How are the BAFTAs decided? Win. That's what I wanted to know. Isn't it that there's a group of people that vote for it? It's a panel. Just mm. heard that. There's a panel, is there? There's a panel. We need to get to the panel. I mean, you know, if the mob can influence the outcome of trials, then surely we can influence this. So there's that. But the other thing, the book thing, that's voted online, so that, we can definitely wrap that up. Yeah. So let's what get that it, one. What is it, though, the prize? Best biography. I just get to stand somewhere and people go, well done, pretty much, I think. Did you call it a biography? Oh. Of course, it was an autobiography. Well, let's not get bogged down in language. I mean, it is, after all, just a writing prize. <laughs> uh, so, and also, what's this? Something else. Oh, yeah, what about my brilliant, bloody infant sorrow, my record? Now, we all know in the film Forgetting Sarah Marshall, I play Alder Snow, front man of the band Infant Sorrow. Someone somewhere has leaked the songs onto the internet. Someone oh, someone's no. brought them in his suitcase. Someone somewhere <laughs> <laughs> is dramatically exaggerating their significance in this a film. Bat wing cardigan stuffed with CDs. <laughs> If you look here, beneath my <laughs> veiny skin. No, what are those bits inside? Like what, little... inside the back cardigan? Look at that. That's just a little, just little, little silky scrotum. Silky sacks. What are they? there. That's where I'll put my little back. Right, come on, let's play a record. All right, there's no need for pressure. We're just doing a live radio show. Relax, unwind a little bit. Use it to vent some of your views. Yeah, text us, 88291. Email us, russell.brown at You will be getting no Noel Gallagher come on the show a bit later. Should we give him a bell? Yeah, he's, a, he's over here now, He's he? back here now. He's there with his wife, his baby, all that stuff. And they're not married, are they? Of course. We're live. We're in London after my time away working. I'm going back. I've just How long have you been away? Month. Been away a month. month. You've forgotten things you said. Yeah, I can't remember where everything is. Like, you know, justice, peace, <laughs> sense <laughs> of sobriety and decency. I had to get to my own home. Yeah, the, uh, this building's called Western House, and when you got in the cab... Yeah. You didn't know how to say it. <laughs> Westmoreland. West. West Ham. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, I do talking for a job. Hold on a second. What, what is this thing that we're going to do now? We, we spoke briefly about my song in this film. Matt, Matt, you've always been very keen to ridicule my hit song, When I'm 64, on which I collaborated with Paul McCartney, in a way, separated <laughs> by the sea of time. Time and time. law. Law, law separated us, like copyright laws. So, <clears throat> what, should we listen to a bit of one of my things? What, Don't talk over it, though. How long is it? Two minutes forty eight. All right. We just heard a song. All right, fair enough. We'll talk about it. Well, are you going to play it as a normal song in the show? Or are you going to? Is it an item where we then bring up the mics and talk about it? Well, we can talk about it in a bit, but don't like ruin it. Don't kill it in the cot. 
Do you know what I mean? Oh, what a horrible expression. That's what you say when things like that happen. No, you don't. Of course you do. Don't strangle it in the crib. <laughs> Stop saying that. Don't poke it in the uterus. Oh, God. Well, all right, sorry, it's just language, and it? It's only sounds coming out Definitely of a man's mouth. Which one? <laughs> Don't bring her up. She was bang out of order. That angel of death, silly cow. You stupid cow. <laughs> right, um, like, come on. Let's, I think we need to hear a bit of it. Okay. Then you can Which judge. one, though? There's two. Inside of you. Now, yeah. this is me singing a song in a film, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, comes out here, 23rd, comes out uh, April the 18th in America. Are you allowed to promote your films I on I think the BBC? I'm allowed to. I think I am, yeah. I think it's all fine. I don't know. Okay. No one said anything to the contrary. Well, why wouldn't I? Go and, oh, if you want, go and see another film. There's others. There's balance. <laughs> All right? They're, I'm not in them, though. Don't go there expecting to be entertained. It'll just be James McAvoy or Barbara <laughs> Streisand or someone trying their hardest to be a bit like me and very much failing. Should we just come and listen to a bit of Inside of You? Okay, here we go. Infant Sorrow. This is, me, this is just literally me singing a song. That's all it is. Well, there's no backing. Else. I don't know what went on. All I know is that, that you can hear my voice in the Right, here we go. I go spellbound. <laughs> Do you want me to turn the mics down? Turn the mics down for about a minute. Give it a minute. Okay, okay. And Jed played that to me, and I, and I said, Jed, that is a number one single right there. That is a number one single. And then the whole punk thing happened. The whole punk thing happened. That all blew up, and I was ready for that as well, because I bought a new hat. Come on, Matt, go on. Say something, Kurtful. I actually think you sing very well on that. Compared to... Comedy record. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is a comedy record, yeah. Let's name it. It's quite nice, but you can tell mm. the shameful thing is because I know. What's the shameful thing? Trying your best. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you, you got to try your best in a situation like that. Inside of you. <laughs> Sexy. There's, there's, there's a Morrissey thing there, isn't there? Yeah, was, very much. Is that what you were emailing him about? Yeah, well, yeah, I thought it was best to email him about it. Yeah, it was best. Sorry, I've ripped off your singing style. No, it was oh, good. Yeah. I think it was good. No ridicule. It was then. almost. It's good enough to be a serious song. Right. It's quite sweet. Well, in my mind, that is what it is. You know, it's a serious song. It's my attempt to be taken seriously as a man. So there you are. There's that. There. You can. Is it going to be released separately? Or is it? Will I there think be? this coming out as part of the soundtrack of the film. You make money. Could you get paid like royalties? I don't for think the song? anyone's going to give me money for that. What about when Noel Gallagher goes? Like the people contacting his record company trying to give him royalties for when I'm 64. Because I'm not nothing to do with that. I'm not on that record. <laughs> That's nothing to do with me. Sees it as a slur. Like the money will somehow be dirty Edgar Allan Poe money that once it was in his pocket, it'd always be whispering to him, "You don't deserve it." Well, that's what it would be whispering because yes. frankly, he doesn't. Doesn't deserve it. Doesn't but... deserve nothing. So yeah, there's that thing. You can uh, email rust.brand@bbc.co.uk to um, bombard me with sycophantic approval for that record, or perhaps you might fancy bringing me back down to earth. That's up to you. That's your lookout, and it really in life. So hold on, Matt. <clears throat> these are a few things that are playing on my mind now. One. What do you mean you've got to go on a speeding workshop? Well, I've turned it down. What do you mean? Because you, you've been speeding, you're I, a criminal, you can't live by the laws you know of the what? land. I was 37 miles an hour in a 30 mile an hour At 37 mile an hour, I get all smashed to bits. <laughs> At 20 mile an hour, it ain't so bad. I'm that little girl, I'm going all backwards. You see what happened to that little girl? At 37 miles an hour? Yeah? No, 40. That's why I didn't go to 40. Oh, because right, of her. Oh, 37, she's all right, is she? Why yeah. does she get special powers if she... you hit her at 37 miles an hour? She comes car crash, girl. There was no girls around. This happened really late at night. Mm. What were you doing? Speeding about. Where from? 
Um, Kent, back the... in the North London. Why are you whizzing about at night between Kent? Who are you, Dick Turpin? <laughs> What's wrong with you, lad? Seven miles too fast. Can you right. believe it? Well, so please stop. They you. send you nowadays. You get sent a letter, mm. and it says you can either have a sixty-pound fine and three points on your license, yeah. or ninety-five-pound fine, no points on your license, and you have to go a speeding workshop and probably be shown pictures of that little girl. I wouldn't mind. I'd like that little girl. I think she no. sings a laugh. I've got three points on my license. You've now. gone for the three points. Yeah. Don't treat life it's like a, it's a, a whole quiz. day. It's a whole day workshop. You'd only do that if you were desperately poor, wouldn't you? No, but because you you pay more money. The only way you'd do it is if you wanted to keep points off your license. Right. But I've never had any points on my license. Did you feel a bit guilty? Because I know you sort of consider your clean driver's license like your virginity, like it's like your little little quim. You've got. A <laughs> You can't say that word. Yes, you can. That's I don't a, think it's, it's bad a very word. rude word in the past. Is it in the past? Look it up in the BBC book. Well, if it is a bad word in the current day, then I'm sorry for it. But if not, Matthew, you <laughs> with your little gypsy Jenny <laughs> trying to keep it all all no, I was proud of that. I had a clean driving license. Not anymore, mate. All besmirched. But what happened? I like don't you've know, had this a big belching Bill Sykes. I don't understands what shouting what up your grifter. <laughs> <laughs> what happens? though, three points. Does that mean my insurance would be more something? Your insurance is going to be more. Your friends and family won't want to know you anymore. Can't People will America. You can't come to America no more. You are looked upon as very <laughs> under Megan's law. You won't be able to live in our house. <laughs> hey, guess what I heard? Right on Megan's law, like that's that like terrible thing where a girl was you know killed in the states. But now that <laughs> don't look oh, down. Oh, it's ages ago. Look, people die. Right now, that under Megan's law, you can look to see if there's a nonce in your neighbourhood. Right on your computer. And, uh, like, you can have a quick look. You can sort of, like, and someone who's someone we know. What, do show up on Google Earth? You still, well, I don't, I don't think you can Google nonsense. <laughs> right, but what it is, Matthew, right, you can, like, put in a computer an address, say you was planning to live somewhere in America, you can put that address in, and then it shows you in that area how many paedophiles or sex offenders there are living there. That's so ridiculous. Each paedophile represented by a little house in pro you know, showing how where it is in proximity to your own house. Does it show exactly where they are, or just sort of... Ooh, Vaguely. Sort of cold, cold, warm, warm... Nonce! <laughs> right? And then, like, sort of... And then, like, and if there's a lot of them, then it shows a great big palace, like a great big castle. But, like, what? paedophiles wouldn't live in a castle. They and get together and buy a house together. They're not going to club up, are they, paedophile, for the paedophile palace and buy a great big... That's hysterical. Things like that are stupid. It's stupid, isn't it? Because and also, the person I heard about this from is an adult who didn't buy a house because there was too many Disney-style castles around the house, which I think is an inappropriate symbol for a paedophile ghetto anyway. I know. What if the kids go on there and look at it and think... Oh, oh look at these castles! That's the end of my role. <laughs> I'm going to go to that palace. Where's my bikini? <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's of course it's not funny. It's bad, if anything. Terrible. Real bad. But like, uh... You live in a palace, don't you? In Hampstead. Very comfortable in there I am, just me. With your pals. Couple of other guys. Sweaty Tony. <laughs> Dangerous John. <laughs> We've got... Come, hey, Dangerous John, coming out. <laughs> We've got shared interests, you know, we split the rent and more besides. Now, oh, whoa! Yeah. Stay, uh, yes, all right, euphemism's right. okay on the radio, <clears> I think we're allowed to do that. Here is, um, so, uh, hold on, weren't we on about something? Yeah, you, mate, and your point... Go on the workshop. You've got criminal convictions. Yeah! Convictions, mate. Unlike you, wishy-washy. You are. <laughs> uh, nearly man. Can't no, even go to the workshop. I would go for comedy value and report back on it, but I've already sent the thing off now saying I won't. Say you've changed your mind. 
Phone them now. So you've they're made a terrible mistake. On the phone. Of course they're not. We can ring. We leave them a message. I'll do it for you. I'll say I'm you. We've done things like that before. It'll be all right. No way. That's illegal. That's up the that bird in the shop. Oh, I chatted up that bird in the shop pretending to be you. I like that girl. I don't know what to do. I'll ring her. Hello, I'm Matt Morgan. Do you want to go on a date? She came on a date. Whammed. You had it off with her. And as I remember, she was quite adventurous, wasn't she? Was actually. Wasn't she? She weren't. She wasn't averse to going below stairs. As I understand. I you'd set up my character by making the phone call yourself. I know. So you had to, to live up, up to it. Right, idiot. <laughs> oh, really? Hello, dear. I dread meeting then you in it the did shop. work, and she was, you know. Perhaps I can help you out. So maybe that's why you get laid so much. It's. I must say, women like an idiot. <laughs> the women they do go for a nerd. I'll tell you that for nothing. So perhaps you should go in that workshop. Anyway, that's what I think. Happy Easter, Russ, Matt, Nick, and G says, Gil or Jill. That song is Jill. good, beautiful. I'm crying. You have a good voice, says Fuzzy Monsters. <laughs> <laughs> All right, don't worry about that one. But some of these things are good. What's it? It appears Bruce Springsteen and Morrissey have had a. Talentless child, says Anton. <laughs> Mr. Morris would like that one. Who's Mr. Morris? Who's Mr. Morris? I don't what, know. Who's Mr. Confusing. Here, Russell, on your song, did you get Jarvis Cocker to do the whispery bits? You don't like whispery bits, do you, Matthew? I hate whispering. You don't Especially like me. whispering. Oh, come on. That's it. That's it. That's, why does it have to be like that? Because I don't know. I like it. I, I mean, the stuff goes, this isn't just cake. That's thing. What? What do you, you know, mean? Those adverts when there's a what? Why use a whisper? Oh right, yeah. This isn't just cake. What the, they they sort of try and sexualise a cake? Yeah, yeah. Well, why not sexualise a cake? What else are you gonna do? My mum's just texted me now. What's your mum saying? I didn't tell her about that speeding thing. Oh but dear, what's gutted. You're off my insurance. You're up, you've ruined your chances. With so maybe Sue I should Morgan have just paid insurance. more and then. But then they, that's bad, right? Because if if the punishment is you lose points and stuff, mm. then you shouldn't be able to barter your way out of it. There should be one punishment. You shouldn't get like a choice. Like right. A stupid game show. Yeah, the law should not be a game show. That's really, really ridiculous. You're quite right. Hey, look at St Stian from Norway says, Wow, was that the new Oasis single? Perhaps our friend Noel Gallagher will be interested to hear that in my comedy records I've already surpassed <laughs> decades of toil by him and his idiot family. Hello, Russell, Matt and G. I'm listening, says Jay in Ireland, and I just heard a song It sounds like Westlife. Russell, I fall in love with you. Blah, 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 etc., etc. Thank you very much for all those things. Right, um, should we listen, what, should we listen to a record, or do you want we me to listen to so many records? Oh, I mean, there's another one of yours queued up. We'll listen to that now, we'll listen to that later if we feel like Would you ever do a, se would you, you know, if someone offered you a serious... Record, would I do it? No, because no. I couldn't take myself seriously. I'd be I embarrassed. Anyone could, frankly. No, that's going to be. I just wanted to get you to admit you would, because uh, you would, wouldn't you? Yeah, of course I would, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> you know me. You know, any opportunity to get my clammy little hands on a bit of glory? Because you'd have to write the lyrics. Mm. Yeah, I'd just pre-write something about how I felt. You know, I know it'd be awful, it'd be unlistenable. Yeah, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be pleasant for anybody. Look, should we listen? To, this is our, up to us. What we do, because this is our radio show. We can either do my popular item, gay. We can do anecdotes. Or we can do uh, we can do this thing. Oh, an, an article in the Star by Johnny Mars, almost Johnny Mar. No one would deny Russell Brand was a success, except perhaps the man himself. He's famous for being a ladies' man and for his side-splitting comedy routines. Side-splitting, yeah. 
He's even had a box office hit with his first movie, St. Trillions, and he's about to appear in his first Hollywood flick, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. So why isn't funny man Russell Brand happy? No one recognises me in Los Angeles, he moans. I walk down the street and no one bats an eyelid or even takes my photograph. I'm not in the newspapers and no one cares who I'm sleeping with or what I do. I, I don't say any of these things. He's made up. You do, but not in seriousness. Yeah, these are jokes. Americans ask what my fame is like compared to someone like Hugh Grant. He explains, I tell him it's much more tabloid-based unless, of course, Hugh Grant has been sleeping with prostitutes and then we're about even. Oh, dear, oh, dear, this is all ridiculous. Is that made up? Did you say that? I said saying it like that, but it was much funnier. Like a nice, funny version of that. You remember it being funnier. It did seem funny at the time. I went, oh, it's like a real-life pretty woman, like the divine brown, oh, but average woman, passable woman type thing. It was quite nice. And a lot of things are responses to questions. That's a, a superfluous bit of claptrap in the mm. star, I think, now. I don't think we need to What about to that? Around. I saw you in the uh, Metro, a picture of you. Yeah, that's me coming out of a Narcotics Anonymous meeting. People shouldn't be allowed to take photos of you coming out of a Narcotics Anonymous meeting and put it in the paper, should they? Should that be allowed? The anonymity's undermined. Plus, there's someone next to me. Their anonymity's gone out of the pictures. Well, sue them. They could sue them for that, couldn't they? Although you couldn't, because it's public knowledge that you're there. But the point is anonymity. Yeah, I think Naomi Campbell successfully sued the Mirror for printing photographs of uh, coming out of a Narcotics Anonymous meeting, which she didn't do. So, laughing. <laughs> <laughs> so I think like, that we've got some sort of, yeah, recourse. It's bad, though, because, you know... Yeah. They should be aware of the sensitivity of that. Of course they could. Me, I've always been very shy about my drugs. I prefer you coming out of a brothel. Very much Any so. day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Any time of day, I can be seen mincing <laughs> out of brothels up and down this great nation. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, that we, should we do something about it? Nah. Nah, forget it. Well, no, get, I don't know. Well, I mean, can't what, what are you going to win? Who what cares? Get? What's the point getting involved, getting all worked up about Just it? Just people should be more sensitive about that. Be more sensitive, for God's sake, why won't you? Um, Matthew, do you want to listen to a record or do you want to listen to this, to me talking about a new stuff? Oh, I can't find it. Well, the toilet seat thing you keep talking yeah, about. Yeah, I've lost it. Oh, well. Stick a record on. That's what everyone's saying. You're going to put Delamitri on, <laughs> You're put, yeah. on then. put that on while I find this news story. Is, is this song a bit depressing? I really like it. I know you do, but you're a depressing man. You just was walking around your bedroom just now, your dark squat, saying that you hate all society. Only because I was saying I might come to LA for a bit. Well, you don't have to justify a trip to Hollywood <laughs> to see your beloved friend by saying that you hate all society. I've given up on life, so I probably will come out for a bit. <laughs> just pop over. And I'll just walk off into the sea. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's show, if he ever gets one, should be called Metal Thrashing Matt in homage to the Anthrax song Metal Thrashing Mad, says Adam. Just noticed, Matt sounds exactly like Nicholas Lindhurst, says Steve from Bristol. What? Not only sounds like Nicholas Lindhurst, but lives like Hang on, you Lindhurst... said that in your book. Yep. You I say do. you think that you're Delboy and I'm Rodney. What Much a lie. <laughs> <laughs> you are a bit like Rodney, especially when we first met you. You were like a little sulky little idiot. For no, years it went on. So, I'm not doing that. Stop making me go and buy drugs all the time. <laughs> little coward. <laughs> now look you at you. You the idiot. Come on. Forced to go to lessons to drive properly, where I am BAFTA nominated while you're forced before that any more little girls are run down in cold blood. Oh, I drove you across America. Yeah, I know. It was a I've driven you around. Track. For years. I scarcely relaxed for a moment on that entire trip. Right, okay, so yeah, Matthew, I think we've got someone like, you, if you do want, do you want a heavy metal radio show? Yeah, not just heavy metal though. What's just it gonna be like? Be really good. I'll do, I'll work really hard on it. Honest. <laughs> It's not cubs. I'm not your Arcala. <laughs> I don't have any power. But what should we get right? You know Bruce Dickinson out of our maiden? Could I? Oh, yeah. you'd have me on, would you? Oh, thanks. None of your music, but. 
Hey, come on. There's a little bit I've heard of a little band called the Aerosmiths. Hmm? <laughs> I've got a lovely ballad that I'm quite fond of. Come on, hold on. What happened got... to that situation? I, I won't just... mention anything, but... Because it went wrong. That's what happened. That's Did you what... make it go wrong? Or I just you... left it alone, Did mate. Did it all exist in your head? Of course, that's the... Like, listen, if I have secret loves that are never truly fulfilled, I think it's pretty, probably does me the power of good. It's very grounding for me to have dangerous little obsessions. Hey, everyone, look at... Uh, some can up. <laughs> look at some of our... Um, look at some of our sketches like, online. Debunked, very good. Have a look at that on YouTube. Look at the weather clerks. They'll make you laugh. They're funny. The things that me and Matt done. I think me and Matt are going to do a sketch show, are we, shall we? Yes. Right, that's it. We're doing it. Yes, dear. <laughs> We're doing a sketch show! But Matt also wants to do a heavy metal show. Where's this thing? Nick, uh, our vicar's son producer, has come staggering in here with some information. This is from Mark. Hi, don't you think you should get the tattooed millionaire, former Iron Maiden singer Bruce Dickinson on your show? As the presenter of a BBC Radio 6 heavy metal show, he might want to hear about the potential competition from Matt, says Mark. Uh, well, we ain't got him, but we have got Ian Callahan, who is Bruce Dickinson's producer, and we can probably, he can probably help us. Hello, Ian, are you there? Hello, how are you? Yeah, I'm all right, you know what I mean, mate, yeah, I've just come back, I've been away on holiday somewhere more sunnier, so, um, you know, sort of you feel a bit strange. The sky seems low in England, don't it? It's all falling in, isn't it? It's like a blizzard of Oz down there. It's really weird. There was, I was uh, talking to someone on the phone in Los Angeles, and there was a hail beating down on the roof. It was, like, biblical. It was a bit intense. Yeah, it'll pass. It's not good. It's be all right, so wouldn't it? Before I forget, um, mm. what about Matt Black? What? his rock show. What do you mean? Mm. Call it uh, that. Yeah. Matt, Matt Black. Matt Black. Yeah. yeah possible. So yeah, but then people will think that's my name. Mm, or, okay, fine. Listen, Ian, do you then feel optimistic about Matt's chances of ever having his own radio show? Have you not noticed when listening in that he is very much a limpet on the underbelly of my ferocious talent? I wouldn't like to say. Because, like, you know, because imagine him all on his own, perhaps he might struggle. Yeah, well, I mean, he's not going to get a Bruce's show because he's going to have to prize it out with his cold, dead hand, basically. Mm. Right, okay, yeah, Bruce's show's quite good, isn't it? Yeah, it's what, It's quite good, it's going quite well. Bruce, that ain't like someone who's likely to drift off and stop, like, leaving opening. Does Bruce go on holiday much? Uh, no, he, he doesn't sleep. He doesn't so, sleep? Not really, I don't see how he can when he does fine things and singing in a band and doing his radio and TV and various things. Doesn't he run to work as well or something weird? Um, I don't know about that cycle. I saw him in his sort of a tracksuit once, we were at Six oh, Music. he always wears tracksuits. Does he? Hmm. Yeah, he's, he's very, uh, casual. Well, listen, Ian, what I'm thinking is, could you help, like, Matt to get his own... Well, I think... I don't mind if Matt has his own show. I think it might do him oh, good. How noble of you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So, but can you help him? Like, give him some tips or some advice how to do a show? Well, what's, what's Matt struggling with? Which bit in particular? Well, let you talk to him. Just being allowed to do other things by Russell, really. <laughs> That's basically your problem, is it? Yeah. Well, I don't think I can help you there. Really? That's personal between me and him, isn't it? But I'd like to do a show. It doesn't have to be on the BBC, though. Right, so you're kind of fishing now, are you, for yeah. Uh, offers? Yeah. Is Bruce well-behaved on your show, Ian? Do you think you could handle difficult... Say, like, we, we was to let you produce Matt's sham of a show, do you think that you'd be able to handle a talent that was simultaneously egotistical and neurotic, obsessed <laughs> by his own bail, fearful of death on the streets forever? Do you think you could deal with such a man? It doesn't sound a great gig, I'll be honest. No. Who are you don't. talking about? Matt. Me. Yes, Matt, right, not me. I'm a well-balanced <laughs> man. You would be clearing things up. That would be the majority of your job, mopping up after a lunatic. <laughs> Poor sod. Well, I think, like, uh, OK, well, it seems to me that, really, there's no obstacles to Matt striding forward onto Six Music under his own 
metal. Perhaps that could be uh, that under his own metal. Under your own metal, that's quite good, isn't it? People probably would listen to a show just to hear Matt, wouldn't they? I think so. Oh, that was a nice silence. Terrible, <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah. Eerie. <laughs> Ian don't seem to support the mobile phone line. No. Well, oh, listen, Ian. Uh, I'd, if I were you, I'd tell Bruce that he, his career as Six Music's lone voice of heavy metal will go pretty much unchallenged, I think, for decades more. Because Matt don't seem to have uh, grasped this opportunity. You should have been all over, Ian. He was, no, your, no. He was your way in. I don't he just seems want... quite shy to me, actually. It's not saying much, are you, Matt? No, I'd, I'd just rather do my business discussions off air, really. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, but I, I, it would, doesn't have to be heavy metal. I don't want to steal from Bruce. I think he's got that market cornered. But you know, sort of alternative rock, rock, heavy metal, everything. Yeah. Well, it's good to have ambition, a bit of everything. That's good. That's healthy. Make a pilot, maybe. What are you doing, Ian? What am I doing? Yeah, where are you? Your family home? No, not my home. What? You're out. No, it's not home. <laughs> you're just, at home. You're just at, you're just at your own house. Well, I've been waiting for a call from you guys. You know, so I've been buffing my codpiece. Okay. Well. They're turning in early because it's Easter tomorrow, so get a good seat in church, obviously. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about all that. Easter's a bit mobile, isn't it? Like, if they want me to take that a bit more seriously, have it at one point. Why is the, why is Easter allowed to just drift about like that? Why has it got such a free roll? Well, it keeps everyone on their toes then, doesn't it? Don't keep, it just makes me feel anxious. And if they're making up the date of that, perhaps the whole thing never happened. And that's perhaps a question for Nick Philps's father, Reverend <laughs> Philps, who has installed his son with such terrible guilt that he can barely run a radio show. Ian, thank you very much for coming on this show. I think you've confirmed once and for all that Matt will be hopelessly out of his depth. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. I never said that. <laughs> really, all he does is he occupies a chair and stretches some headphones open using his skull. And anything beyond that, I think, would be an enormous challenge. Thank you, Ian. And give our best wishes to Bruce, because I think we're all very fond of him and what he represents. Yes. Of course, I'm sorry you, uh, you got the monkey, not the organ grinder. No, 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 we don't, we don't we'll want the organ Bruce. grinder. We'll I'd Bruce. much rather have a monkey than an organ grinder. Or Grinder. He just thinks it's just some disgusting old war veteran. A monkey? Lovely. <laughs> a lovely <laughs> monkey. Organ grinder. Yeah, yeah, it could be okay. Yeah, painful. Disgusting. <laughs> All right, Ian, thank you very much for coming and talking to us for a bit. All right, good night. Have a good Easter. Yeah, Bye-bye. Right. Oh, it's nice to wish us a good Easter, isn't it? He's still there. Come on the spot like that. Well, then we added up who? What, you on the spot? Me. Well, because I was like, well, did you feel a bit embarrassed? Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was at a job interview. That's all right. I clammed up. <laughs> you did clam up. <laughs> How are you ever going to get gameful employment? You sound like I was trying to push Bruce Dickinson aside. That's very much what Put it came across as. It sounded like you were portraying Bruce as some old has-been. <laughs> very much yesterday's news. Rude is how you came across there. No, Bruce is cool. I would never want to take anything from him apart from his show. <laughs> <laughs> you have driven that man from the air. Text us, email us, do what you like, whatever makes you happy. Russell.brand at bbc.co.uk or you can text us on 88291. That is what this person has done. Woman lives in toilet. Hiya, Russell and Matt. Hope you're both well. For you might like this story, says Freya. Sheriff recommends charge in toilet case. I like a sheriff. A sheriff's got yeah, a certain good, authority. Yeah, have a sheriff. Sheriff recommends charging boyfriend in case of woman whose body became stuck to toilet. A man should be charged for allowing his girlfriend to sit on their toilet so long that her body became stuck to the seat, the sheriff said Thursday. It was her fault. I read about this. 
Why is it her fault? She got stuck to the toilet, mm-hmm. and then when he went in there and, uh, you're right, she went, oh, yes, I'm fine. Right. She stayed there, and then she fused to the toilet. Yeah, well, if anyone was in my toilet for longer than an hour, I'd take it upon myself to get them out. I'd just feel a moral obligation. Or even if it harmed their body. I'd get them off it. She kind of fused to the toilet in an hour. What's she made She's of? Quite big. Who is she? Terminated <laughs> too? She can't just fuse herself to a toilet seat. Her fat went under the sea and, like, sort of... Sealed up, up again. Some, I don't know. She was I'm embarrassed just... and she stayed there. She just thought, I'll start a new life here. Well, how bad could it be? I mean, it's efficient. I can defecate at will now. <laughs> I don't... If... No, I wouldn't let... My, no woman of mine would be allowed to sit fusing herself to a toilet seat. I'd be in there like a flash, getting her off it. I'd look her off it. It'd be so bad for your body to just remain sat on the toilet. You know, we're not going to go to the toilet in that way. You meant to stand on the toilet seat they, and squat, aren't they you? They don't have piles in the developing countries because people squat. Why are you laughing squat. about piles in developing countries? Oh, well, because Do- I'm not allowed to mention piles. <laughs> Someone I know had one. <laughs> that thing! <laughs> you had that... You said why was I laughing. I've never brought that up. <laughs> I've never mentioned... Don't jab your finger at me, young man, in that accusatory fashion. My anus is <laughs> like a window to a glorious no, new it's world. It's, it's like, like a Street balls that boxers use. <laughs> it's perfect. It's, it's like a porthole in a little pink flesh cabin. It's beautiful thing. It is. No, it's not. It's like Stargate. It's better now, isn't it? It's beautiful. My listen. If, if when it was you watch legal... Russell in that film that he's in, <laughs> always think he's got a pile. <laughs> <laughs> that my <laughs> listen. Don't attack my perfect anus. You <laughs> listen to his songs that he did. Think of him in the recording studio with headphones on at the back of his mind, thinking, "Will this ever go away? It aches." <laughs> Look! All that happened was is I used an exercise machine that was very poorly situated. It was gone within an hour. (laughs) Your rectum, even now, Matthew, is a savage place. Perfect. Ravaged. Sea flesh, seaweeds. That's why I drive so fast. I'm carefree. Because you're whizzing home to try and poke (laughs) yourself back inside. (laughs) <laughs> like, you're like Toby Hole jabbing your fist up emu of an evening. My anus is a beautiful stop thing. Stop saying anus. I will not stop saying it. It's a very, very valuable part of it's, my body. It's absolutely beautiful. And the thing that hangs out really <laughs> is a feature. <laughs> that, there is no flesh chandelier dangling out of my bottom. It's perfect up there. If it, it wasn't, how come I'm so willing to involve it in my sex life? Uh. I am. I'm happy. There's People forever, like, I barely use my penis these days. <laughs> he just uses like, his pile. It's got more blood in it. <laughs> you, that is an unsavory thing to say. I do not. It just reverses into people. Right, there's a live streaming now available. If, 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 if what it takes for me to reveal that. my gorgeous oh, no, it's better rectum. Though, anyway. It's fine, isn't it? It was a matter of a bad... For one day, I was concerned. It was it was he actually it, quite had a sweet... shot off by a police marksman. <laughs> was, listen, young man, your pile's like it had its own personality. It would have, your pile could have had its own heavy metal show on Six Music. It was more confident, yeah, well-developed. to me. I did like have a, one once, yeah, from a long-distance flight. Yeah, it, that was a disgusting character. Oh, I very it nearly wasn't. had to take... Chimney sweeps were required to jab that thing back now. in. With nice little cotton wool pillow. <laughs> Why don't we just agree that I've got a delightful anus? Whereas, I've never seen it. Whereas yours looks like something that Peter Sutcliffe's had a go at. Now, come on, let's get on with, let's let's get on with this nice item. Let's both say that that was all in the past for both of us. It's all in the past. Yeah, well, one of us, there'll be a... F- 
There'll be an article in the Star. <laughs> Not me. It? The Star. It wouldn't Starfish. be very good news, would it? <laughs> <laughs> dear, oh dear. There is an article in your Star. You could say. <laughs> my Star is free of articles. <laughs> it's a perfect, perfect little sphincter. No, but on, no, I have, you, I've never mentioned that for months. Right, that's, been going that's on. it. The gloves are off and one requires gloves when jabbing you back inside yourself. I've never actually had one. I had a uh, perianal hematoma. I had a perianal No, don't try and <laughs> steal my beautiful. condition. No, mine's much better than that yours. That doctor in Hawaii <laughs> said that it was a glorious thing. <laughs> he was a man, as a matter of fact. It was all he could do to keep himself entering it. Now, come on, let's get on with this story about a sheriff recommending a charge in a toilet case because we've got to go to the news in a minute. All right? Oh, God. Ten o'clock, it's the news. The news that's been How undermined you by your... to the news? It's ridiculous, isn't it? What have we done? I'm what sorry. What have we done to BBC Radio this 2? This wouldn't happen on my heavy metal show, because why would it ever come up? On your heavy metal show, the fisher will be taking a leading role. It would be very unlikely that this subject will be dropped for even a moment. Shall we... Can we Actually, finish Bruce the story? Bruce does his show standing up, pacing about, doesn't he? Does he need to pace? Maybe he's got one. <laughs> <laughs> come on, let's... For heaven's sake, shall we finish come the sheriff yeah, story? Sorry. Yes. You know, in a minute we're going to be talking about this travesty of a world we live in. I know. On the news, which We've you've just made, made it a little bit little worse. bit worse, haven't we? Come on, then, give me a story. Perhaps you should go to your little workshop. I think that might. Our uh, speed workshop. Your speed workshop, and perhaps think about your manners <laughs> <laughs> while you're there. You should go to a workshop and sit on a little donut cushion. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot! You idiot! What? what? Because it won't that, be in the papers. Oh, of course it will, you Why idiot! Why would the star put Beat you on the front bleeding tease. Peter <laughs> <laughs> Von Teasel, Noel Gallagher, all these things that crop up. None of it's true. I was never going to. I know, I don't know why I made that lie about you in a pile in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> you ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. not news, anyway. In fact, you might be able to do, like, be the face of piles or something. You might get some, do you know what I mean, charity thing. Listen, I don't want to be the face <laughs> of piles. <laughs> I don't, me, <laughs> a man with a textbook anus, <laughs> and not a medical textbook. For nurses, <laughs> like your one. <laughs> now, come Here's on. There's a bed saw here on, <laughs> on the, the east cheek of the Tatsbogainers. <laughs> right, let's stop it now. There was one, he had it for about a week, it went, it was fine. It was a very, tell you the truth, it was a very. Most exciting week of his life. <laughs> it was lovely. I was lonely out there in Hawaii, it really spiced things <laughs> up. <laughs> Gave me something to think about. Right, right sorry. I, I should hope you are. Should we. Continue this story yes, about please. referring. Well, you listen to Radio the, 2 in case you think you're listening to a couple of goons on a CB. The hat, right. <laughs> Ness County Sheriff Brian Whipple. Right, we're talking now Whipple. about. Whipple? Yeah, that's his name, Brian Whipple. Ness County Sheriff Brian Whipple was among authorities who discovered the woman, the woman sat on the toilet, the woman who was not crouched on the toilet as she should have been to avoid a condition known as piles, but in fact sat with her fat ceiling over a toilet seat. The woman last month living in the bathroom of a mobile home she shared with her boyfriend, Corey McFarren. The house was cluttered, but not a shambles, he said. The smell was overpowering. A terrible smell about the house. Obviously coming from where she was at. McFarren 36. <laughs> <laughs> because I suppose if you are living your life on a toilet, there are going to be well, hygiene weird issues. wording of that, isn't it? Because that sounds well, Where like, she was at. Where, that sounds, you know, where you are in your mental state, really. <laughs> yeah. Hey, where are you at, baby? Yeah, yeah, what's going on with you? McFarren 36 told police his girlfriend, Pam Babcock, 35... All right, so it's been investigated by Brian Whipple. Corey McFarren's the boyfriend. Pam Babcock is the woman. She had a phobia about leaving the bathroom and may not have left the bathroom in two 
few years, although he's unsure how long she was there. I suppose after the first couple of months, you stop keeping a record. Becomes a blur, doesn't it? Just how does he go to the toilet? What was he doing? I suspect he was using the sink. Going down a pub there in the garden, I suppose, just do it by the bins with the foxes. But let's do anecdotes. It's the start of the second hour. We've got loads of things coming up. We've got Rod yeah. Ole's lad, Toby Ole, coming on the show. So Hello, Jill. Hello, Jill. Jill, cry me pipes and everything. Things we say, things we say, we don't know what we're doing, do we? Oh. Welcome to, uh, anecdotes. This is from Rob Harrington in Southampton. My nan used to call You've Been Framed. She used to call You've Been Framed. Are you being framed? <laughs> 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 oh, are you being framed, son, dear? Oh. That's a nice jingle as well from, what's his name, that lad? That lad who done that jingle, he's called oh, right. Rob. He's done another one this week, actually. He's oh, called something he? like Robin Nash or something. Can you see his name there? Douglas he... Ross. Maybe that, yeah. Douglas Ross, Robin Nash. This is uh, another uh, item for an anecdote. This is from Louisa. Hello, boys. My boyfriend's in a band, but my aunt said she thought he was an archaeologist because my nan said to her the other night that I went to see him at a dig. Oh, that's a lie one, eh? Some uh, of the anecdotes might be like, oh, I went to see him at a dig. Don't you think some, don't you think some of people think, oh, oh, that'd be a good thing? Like, no, no. cynic. No, I'm not being cynical about human, no, it all life. human life. Just saying that that could be a lie. Russell and Matt says Jen from Leicester. The other week, my friend's nan told me that her sister had moved to America and she's living in a condom. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like that? That's a lie. <laughs> That's a lie, one, isn't it? That's a yeah. definite lie. Yeah, that them all's living in a condom. I think it made me laugh so much because you had a sad face. You were, like pained by it in case it was a lie. But you yeah, were, she's living in a condom. Oh. Yeah, it's called condominium. Oh, I see. Right, well, that's, that's what right, it is. Yeah. Oh, condo that? is short for condominium. Yeah, I didn't really think about it. Dear Russell, <laughs> Matt, and Jesus, Dave, and Rosie. A few days after my nan saw The Shawshank Redemption on TV, she asked us if we had seen it. Brilliant film it was about a young handsome man, the black fella, who had to escape from prison. Oh, it was fantastic. The Rickshaw Convention, I think it was called. Brilliant, from Dave and Rosie. Do you think that that, that might true. be true? Stop ruining our whole item by actually <laughs> treating everyone as criminals. <laughs> That's a lie. More lies! And why have you turned the heat up in this studio? I ain't turned it up, I'm too hot! Yeah, I'm too hot. I thought I was suffering. I'm angry about you. what it well, is. because you come back from LA and you couldn't bear the country anymore. Someone said here that I think they think I've got an accent now. What? Someone said Russell's got a Californian accent. I'll never become one of those people. I'll do a ridiculous accent while I'm out there. So I'm indecipherable even to myself, yeah. Or English. Oh, my street, will you sound all right, boy? All the bangers on that, I'll strike no, you. I could imagine you walking around going, oh, hello, well. I do that as well. You should see me, I've done this press conference the other day for Hollywood Foreign Press. I sat there, right, Sharon bought me a espresso on a saucer and I sat there like Quentin Chris. You told me this and it was hello. ridiculous. Oh, yes, it was quite silly. He goes, I did a press conference and it was, I was brilliant, I was absolutely <laughs> brilliant. Um, the two people who work with me, my agent and uh, my PA, said I was far too sexual. <laughs> but it was brilliant! <laughs> was like, in my head I thought, right, I can imagine that, probably pulled his trousers down. Yeah, well what about when you told me about like, when he goes, uh, when dear Nicola's baby, we were all worried about it because it looked like it was ill, had a virus, meningitis, Matt goes, yeah look, luckily she's alright now, bless her, that little baby of mine, Minnie, we'd have that baby, she's alright as rain now. But go, like Matt goes, we all had to go, because we've been ex near the baby, exposed to the baby, we all like, like, the doctor's phone up goes, oh, you've got to take some medication because you might be carrying this meningitis.
meningitis uh, virus thing around, and they, all of us go, I oh, don't bother about it, it's all right, don't worry, we well, don't need he to take it. the pills. Right, Matt spent three hours on the phone <laughs> to the doctor, and then when he told me, he was like, oh yeah, no, I, I mean, I was talking to the doctor, I think she thought well, I was worried about it or something, she was saying, like, saying things like, don't panic, I've got to get on with my day, <laughs> please can I get off the phone? And then, like, he spoke to Nicola, who was in the hospital with her baby, who actually did have the illness, Nicola was kept on the phone for an hour and a half, I might go, oh, is there any danger that I might have it? Oh, I've just pressed my forehead against a cup. It was, it's gone see-through. Oh, no. I just put a dinner plate on my lap. I just tasted sick in my mouth. Spent an hour while they were in the intensive care at Basildon Hospital. I know. What's wrong with you? Well, you know what's wrong with me. You're I'm hypochondriac. But I was phoned up and said, don't worry, but you've got to take these tablets. You might have meningitis. But you can't say things like that to an hypochondriac. What, and what you about really this can't. ridiculous line of defence from Matt Morgan once? Yeah, I'm not an hypochondriac, though, because I actually have the symptoms of my illnesses. That's what... Hypochondriacs don't go, oh, this week I'm making up that I've got this. That's how it, that's why how it works. Why would I have the real symptoms? <laughs> I had to take the antibiotics, which no one else took. You idiot. And it made your wee go bright red. <laughs> and it said if you cry, your tears would be bright red as well. It was that strong. That'd be dramatic. I know. I was, gonna, like I was to trying to make myself cry. It'd be I good couldn't. to get in an argument with someone just and so you cry, can cry red tears. Look what you've done to me. You've ruined me. <laughs> Our marriage is a lie. Even if it was about something relatively trivial, like an argument in the back of a cab, and then you cried blood cry tears. Blood. You could be like that fella out of James Bond. Dying can you make yourself day. cry? Yeah, most days. Most days. <laughs> <laughs> I just look in the mirror and <laughs> think about my situation. I can't. I don't think I've got any tear ducts anymore. You don't cry very much, do you? you? Never, never cry. What about, hold on. I once say... I was depressed about five years ago and I oh, think I cried. When he was in Australia? No, when I, um, I was before, I don't know, it was around that time. Yeah, you had a little cry then. I can't remember the last time I cried. Sometimes I cried just to be listening to a sad song by Jeffrey Lewis or something like that, or I'd be feeling the potent force of love going through me. It's <laughs> <laughs> not love, is it? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> Not really, not That's with guilt. that. That's guilt. This is, uh, like, so, yeah, I, I've ain't cried for a little while, I though. just don't cry. When do we cry? I've had, you know, long relationships with women and they've never seen me cry. And it's not because I go into another room and go, <laughs> God, well, this isn't working. I just don't think I cry. You're capable of it. That's because you're an emotional cripple, probably, is it? I hope so. <laughs> that's probably the reason. <laughs> Hold on, when did I last have a damn good cry? Oh, yeah, that's it, during the news. Oh, actually, no, I sometimes nearly cry at the end of films and then I was thinking, The end! Just turn the lights on. Oh, no, I'm gonna have to leave the cinema. <laughs> just at the end of a film, even if it ain't a particularly sad film. No, sad films. What about you criticising Children and Men? Bloody good film I watched right, the other good. day. I liked right. it, Clive Owen, nice. That woman having a baby, nice. Make you realise once again how holy and beautiful human life is. Scientifically impossible. What is? Stupid. What's scientifically impossible Th everyone this Everyone stops being able to breed. Mm. It, it, the whole film hangs on that and it just wasn't, you know. Yeah, but something like that. I read The New Scientist every week. I know you do, you mention it about every two minutes. You're yeah. always on about reading The New Scientist. Like, I'm going, oh, Matt, wow, aren't you an interesting guy? <laughs> reading The New Scientist to see what diseases you've acquired over the course of the you week. You would read it if it had you in it. I bloody well would, and it's about time they started acknowledging me in The New Scientist and some of my breakthroughs with the hit single, Inside of You. <laughs> Why don't we talk now to, right, we've been, last week, what, Emu came up. Why was, what, why were we talking about Emu? Uh, because it was in an anecdote. Ah. Yeah, it was in an anecdote. Right, so off the back of that anecdote, we, are t we were worried about uh, Emu and uh, Emu's continuing existence after the expiration of beloved entertainer Rod Hull. Now on the line, we have Toby Hull, the new master of Emu. Hello, Toby. Hello, hello, hello. How are you guys? Oh, we're all right, thank you. Quite good, as a matter of fact. Fit as a fiddle, no ailments, nothing to speak of. How about you, mate? 
Yeah, I'm all right, thank you. I'm feeling all right, although I think my back's hurting. I think I might die soon. I don't know. Oh, I think it's all over. <laughs> don't be, you bloody pessimist. You've only just come on the wireless. You'll be all right. Don't be downbeat. <laughs> I was to your, your stories before, you know. Hypochondriacs and all that. Oh, yeah, no, Matt, God, dear, no, it's murder to be involved in. <laughs> let me tell you, it's a, it's a pitiful state of affairs. Okay, so, um, tell us a bit about what's going on. Do you, you now operate, or are the, uh, what's the, the nomenclature? What language should be, we, we be using for your relationship with EMU? I suppose you could say, uh, handler or wannabe trainer. Handler. Yeah, that's yes. good. Not in a Mary Chipperfield way of Chipperfield Circus fame, who no. thrashed <laughs> chimpanzees for her own amusement. I don't like to think of you with Emu cowering in a corner, saying, after what have you done to Snoop Dogg? No, no, it's the other way round, actually. Yeah. What, the Snoop? cowering in the corner. You cowering with Emu over you. Right. Yeah. Now, I'm, okay, Toby, you seem like an upbeat man. <laughs> you are, aren't you? Do, do you do, like, yeah, yeah, look at this. It's, here's a fact. Emu returned to our screens in October 2007 and can currently be seen on the CITV channel. So, uh, you do that, you do Emu on, is it like, is it a pink windmill and all that sort of stuff? No, basically, we've, we've decided to, um, reintroduce it to a new audience. So we've made him a, a lot younger than, than Dad's Emu, so, in Is a way, it meant to be like Emu a... still? Or is it his son? It is. It is, it's, it's, it's supposed to be like Emu's son, in a way. Like, I'm the son of Rod, it's supposed to be Emu's son. Yeah. And so we're going to sort of grow up um, and uh, sort of become, perhaps, in the future, more like uh, the emus that uh, were sort of very, very an anarchic, you know? Yeah, because he uh, would, like, how little is it? Just how, what, how big is emu now, baby emu? And is he, he's still called emu, right? He is. He's still called emu, yep. He's, um, he's about the same. He's just a little bit smaller than, than the sort of, like, dad's emu. But, Does he uh, look basically uh, the same? Yeah, he's, he's about six years old now. So does, in way. your world, does adult emu ever appear? Like, would, uh, no, oh, adult yet. emu's turned up. Would that ever happen? Could that happen in the grammar of the world of your show? It, it could do, yes, because he's, uh, the adult emu's actually in a retirement home at the moment. So, yeah, he could do. <laughs> what about grot bags? Now, grot bags, I don't know where she is at the moment. Because I liked <laughs> her, actually. Yeah. Yeah, she's great. Uh, grot bags was played by um, by an actor called uh, Cowley Scott. And, uh, I liked her. She was, she was fantastic, and yeah. Croc. A lot of her uh, emails I get sent is about, uh, is about grot bags and, uh, you know, what she's doing and everything like that. So, so, but what we decided to do first was to sort of create more of a reality-based show. Well, like let me tell you one flaw in the premise is a talking, <laughs> is an emu living at the end of your arm. <laughs> that is a, a massive departure <laughs> from the quotidian. I mean, I, I, I live with an emu all the time. I mean, doesn't everyone? What, what's going on? <laughs> I likes it. Hold on, Toby. Why are you looking around? Gee, sneezed. Matt looked around at him with rage. <laughs> what was that for? Concern. You all right, G? Yeah, right. Take the pills, dear. So, uh, you're worried about other people's in. What do you think, that the sneezing virus might reach you from no, over there? I was concerned for Mr G and his oh, West End show. <laughs> <laughs> Since he's been in the West End, he's quite delicate, isn't he? These days he'll come down with something relatively soon. So, um, yeah, okay then, Toby. Well, you can't really do... The thing is with Emu, you can't do it... It's not an audio thing, is it? Because he he's mute. Yes, that's correct, yeah. Yeah, although the, the, um... Our new one is sort of, uh, he's a... He kind of makes... Baby noises. That's um, weird. Uh, yeah, well, he's, he's kind of like... Scrappy-Doo. I didn't like Scrappy-Doo in relation... You no, know when they bought... Nothing like Scrappy-Doo, trust me. 
Because I didn't like Scrappy Doo. He was too he was too enthusiastic. Because he could talk and his uncle couldn't. He could talk. It made Scooby look like he was mentally handicapped. Because, <laughs> like, why can't Scooby talk? If Scrappy, if Scrappy's he could, just had a really bad speech, <laughs> he was saying words. <laughs> All right, hey Uncle Scoob, shouldn't you be back in the ward? <laughs> it, I don't like it. And the community, them Scooby snacks <laughs> sedatives is what it began to look like. <laughs> yeah, so don't. So Amy's not like a Scrappy. We're not making uh, taking the Mickey out of mental illness, by the no, way. No, no, and if it sounds like we are, that's because there's something wrong with your mind. <laughs> you paranoid loons. <laughs> so, I don't know so, what's wrong with you guys. I mean, really, come on. We're a nice bunch of guys just living our lives on our way to a dirty little death. So, um, <laughs> mm, I'm quite interested. I'd like you to come in here, as a matter of fact, and I'd like you to know that I'm saying that fully nude. <laughs> Toby Hull. Um, Toby... Um, this is yeah. the question that is playing on my mind. Is there not a sort of a Shakespearean pathos to you carrying on your dad's trade? I, like, I really loved Rodol as a lad growing up and everything, but ain't it a bit tra like, you know, sort of, you know, don't you, the whole thing seem like all too sad and everything, I suppose is what I'm asking. No, not, not in a way, no. Like, um, obviously, we, I miss dad, like, there's, oh. there's no tomorrow. We've just had his, uh, his uh, ninth year sort of anniversary since he died. So, yeah. Um, you know, and uh, it, it doesn't get any easier, obviously, but um, in, it's just great to sort of continue something that he's created. Um, yeah. Sort of lives close in everyone's heart, and, uh, you know, it, it's just been, been fantastic. The response has been great. His memory and, um, can live on for you carrying on the family trade. Absolutely, That's quite yeah. positive. That's good, isn't it, then? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm extremely proud to be doing it, you know, and have the, have the opportunity to actually do it. So. I'm going to start watching that programme, but I do recommend that you incorporate some of the elements, uh, no notably Croc, uh, I liked as well, Croc Bags, his sidekick. <laughs> uh, remember Robot Redford? Yeah. Yeah, but he wasn't, I didn't like him didn't, so much. I've only just realised that's a pun on Robert Redford. Yeah, so have I. <laughs> and that's only because you told me just then. <laughs> Robot Redford? No, no, yeah. no. Redford. Robot Redford. I like Croc better. Why is it that, like, so think... the Hover Croc called the... Did, well, did Croc invent that? Yeah, why is it called the Hover Croc? What about people who have done... It was called the, uh... Ah, uh, the, the, um... Come on, Toby. Toby! It wasn't, it wasn't the Hover Croc. Respect the, the legacy! It was Hover Croc. <laughs> you don't respect the legacy! I do respect it. You've got no respect for the legacy! I know, I do, I do. But you've got to bear in mind that when I was younger, every time I went to school, everyone in the, in the whole classroom or playground would go, there's somebody at the door. Oh, there's somebody at the door. That must have been door. annoying. So kind of like keep our head down and just keep walking, you know? Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah, just get on with your life. Uh, Toby, <laughs> hold on a second. There's a few more things I want to know. Right, say croc is meant to be, like, is a negative stereotype of a homosexual, I think, a bit. <laughs> and then what about C3PO and Bones out of Super Ted? <laughs> They're also, I was watching Super Ted just yesterday, as a matter of fact, for my own personal Fact reasons. <laughs> I was, I had a watch of him. <laughs> it's Super Ted, I don't like him, right? Also, I don't right. like, uh, I don't like Spotty Man. I tell you, I do like Bones. He's all right. And, and Tex is all right as well. If I was to have the to... Camp Outsider. You, uh, identify with. Oh, thanks. Oh, and then I like that idiot one. Oh, come on, Tex. Like that. I don't know. Also, the, the whole logic 
of like, and I know that Toby, this is not your area of expertise, but it, it's come up now, and we must discuss it because in a minute okay. we're going to our new item, gay. In fact, so is it negative gay stereotyping? Yeah, I've just found a bloody link in my brilliant brain. Right? Don't tell everyone. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry. Well, riddle me this, <laughs> listeners. How come yeah that Croc? Because Croc was like a negative gay stereotype. Bones all all tanks, all text, and falling apart. C three PO at Star Wars used to fall apart. Right? It's like I think it was a negative attack on gay fellas. What about that? No, I don't think, Toby I don't think Hull. it's a negative attack at all. I think it's a, it's a, it's a balance. It's needed to have, you have a, the evil person or a character that's strong, and yeah. you need to have other characters that are weaker. They're I mean, vulnerable. So. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, uh, you know, it's just kind of show the balance of, of everyday life, ha- I'd say. Toby, if it's brilliant things you want to look at, then look go on YouTube, or as I call it, MeTube, and look at You're the right. weather clerks, and look at, uh, what's the other thing? Debunked, and, uh, I are what you eat, what's things like that. about it? They're funny! We're gonna, me and Matt have a new sketch show, we might like to have you on it, like with Emu right. and that, and we'll probably, yeah. it'll be weird, though. We'll, we'll be delighted <laughs> to come along, absolutely. Hmm. Can we get Grot bags back and Croc? <laughs> can't you get them back into the show? I don't know where they show? are, actually. I, I need to know more about the formatting of your show, really. Is well, it like, do you talk to camera? Sorry. How's it go? Well, we're, we're, Emu and I are sharing a, an apartment together. And, Cheeky. Uh, yeah, well, as you do. And uh, there's a, a security guard that's sort of in the building that um, has, a, has a rule that no pets allowed. So we have to mm. kind of keep Emu uh, at all times. Yeah, um, And then there's a, a lady next door that uh, just wants to capture... Emu to make money from him. Um, but, that uh, might be true. That's a bit dark, Can't actually. Relax. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's quite cool. So we kind of get up to situations that uh, that uh, sort of uh, can be a little bit uh, dangerous at times. Have you uh, ever sexualised Emu to impress a woman or other sexual partner? Because I don't know. Life. In your private life, like, would you go? Oh, I've got Emu. Oh, look what Emu's doing now. He's grabbing your knockers. Oh, he's pulling your knickers down. Naughty Emu. Naughty Emu. Have you ever done that? Uh, no. I would <laughs> definitely do it. As part of the show. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> private life, it would be chaos. Because me, no, maybe <laughs> Emu's not then, with then him. I'd go mad, wouldn't I? Because then, then, you know, I wouldn't know if people would like me for me or would like me for me bird. I like you for yeah. you because you're a soft, gentle fellow. I once had a puppet. Me and Matt done this thing with a puppet once. Do you remember, Matt? It was like a monkey. It had a big, like, a mouth. I remember I put, put my willy in its mouth and it looked really good, didn't it? It sounded about five. I, I put, put my willy in its mouth, and it's mouth and it and everyone things. went home. <laughs> and I was on my own again. Let <laughs> I could be children's party entertaining now, but oh! <laughs> I've never Do you done know, that. In a, we, we're on Hampstead Heath. Apparently true that Keith and Orville, right? Mm. Keith's jealous of Orville. What an idiot! He is Orville! No, but he's jealous of Orville. What, well, he's like, oh, Orville? What do you mean now? He's got professional jealousy of Orville. Like, you know, say, I don't know, Ringo Starr might have been jealous of John Lennon. He's got that with Orville. <sighs> well, I just think he's ridiculous because, of course... Ringo Starr didn't ever insert his arm into John Lennon and have control all over him. Well, did he? Never though? saw John talking without Ringo behind him. That's true. If you think about it very carefully, John Lennon never had a word. Okay, the thing about the Beatles was, yeah, you're right. Ringo Starr was the chuckling puppeteer behind the very much, yeah, a manipulated John Lennon. So Keith Harris is. Let's get Keith Harris because if he's jealous well, I was told of Orville, you if he's heard that about Keith. Well, you... I did. I just, 
I just heard it, yeah. Oh, no, but is it a known... I thought <laughs> it was a known fact. This is not a test fact. of your hearing, Toby. <laughs> definitely, Toby, definitely not a known fact. Beep, no. beep, beep. How long was it before? Yeah. Beep, run, shuttle, run, shuttle, run. Go to the other side of the gymnasium. Beep, beep. I'm too fat. Beep, I'm too fat. Okay. Beep. We're through the looking glass. Okay, Toby, um... No, I thought that was common knowledge within the industry. How can that be common knowledge? Keith Harris is stifle it. People say, oh, Keith, can you come on the show? And no. Go, yeah, 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 of course. And yeah, I'll go, come. Can you bring, bring all of them? Yeah. Oh, you like the others, oh, yeah? yeah? No, but... I can't have me on my own. Can't you? Oh, Orville. I'll tell you, why do you ring Orville directly? Because i tell you why, because he's nothing. Honestly, nothing without me. I also heard that he is a bit... Uh, no, I can't say that. Go on. Say it and I'll well, he did manage some, it He did you. some work and mm. uh, a friend of ours, yeah. had to f he phoned up and goes, can you pay my... Um, Congestion charge, sure. please. Right. So, would, yeah, Keith goes, said that. Keith said that. Yeah, all of yeah. them can't talk. Keith, you And can Orville fly? Can we clear that up? He seems to wish he, that he could. I think he does at some point. Anyway, yeah. listen, he goes, can you pay the congestion charge? Mm. And uh, our friend mm. said, uh, oh, yeah, of course, what's your uh, registration? And he said, Orville 1. But he was all angry. He goes, what, you didn't even pay it? You said you'd pay it. It's Orville 1. You can't say Orville 1. In, a, in an angry way, unless you're talking about a fight between Cubbage and Orville. That might not... Well, that's it. Is that your legal... Is that you covering yes. your back legally? It might yes. not be true, you soppy sausage. Toby, we've kept you on the phone for ages, haven't we? That's all right. It's I'll nice talking it. to you. <laughs> you drifted off there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you see Emu now? Uh, no, I can't, actually, because he's, he's out protecting uh, his family at the moment. It's Easter, you know. The kind of kids get... Get a bit excited around all the uh, young emu eggs. So, Have you so, cashed yeah. in over Easter? Do you, like, you, do, can you do anything <laughs> special with it? Uh, no, no, we didn't. We um, we sort of just went to the Easter show here, so uh, which is like a, a big version of the Kent County show. What um, when's it on? I might watch it. I'll Sky Plus it. Other things are available at Sky Plus. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's on. Uh, it's actually back on the season starts again uh, next month on uh, on the ITV channel. All so right, I'll watch it's it. Back on next month. Toby, it's been nice. We're doing a second series uh, this year, so. Uh, Come and do some very, stuff very with well. us. You sound crackers. You sound, I think yeah, people will laugh. I'd love to. All right, mate. Love well, to come, come in. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thanks for staying on the uh, show for so long. I found it interesting. I got a bit caught up then. Yeah, it wasn't too weird, was it? It wasn't like all like exclusive things that you wouldn't understand unless you were living inside my mind, was it? No, mate, it's Who great. are you talking about? Just my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, then. I want to go on this journey again. Come on, let's do it again. Toby, you must go now because I've got to pretend to be professional. <laughs> it's nice talking to you, dear. Happy well, uh, Toby. Bye, bye Toby. Take bye. Care. See you, oh, boy. Bye. Isn't he nice. I like Toby. I can't imagine someone who isn't nice called Toby. No. It's a nice name. Toby was round here earlier. He made an insufferable remark about my wife. Toby Hatred. <laughs> That's his name. <laughs> Toby Hatred, you vicious Nazi. Oh, worse than Mengler. Worse than Hitler himself. Was Toby. <laughs> it was Toby who pushed through legislation. In fact, they, you're like Joby, that guy we know. He's really nice, isn't he? Yeah, it's Toby, such a lovely, Toby. round, jolly sound. Toby, Toby. Yeah, you're, Toby's never gonna. His house is never gonna crop up under me. Not that Toby. That's you know that Toby's a lovely <laughs> fella. Let's just <laughs> leave. He just turned his radio back on. Just, yeah, but you go Toby, Toby, before you were mocking. I'm super Toby. <laughs> 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 Toby, if you have just turned your radio back on... That's not what we were doing. We were just saying that Toby's a nice name. We can't do the whole radio show from the perspective of if Toby's turned his radio back on. There's going to be human <laughs> casualties. Matt in Watford says, Bones is very camp, and if you notice, in He-Man, Skeletor is also a screaming queen. Could this Skeletor link be a conspiracy? Cheers, Matt in Watford. Skeletor was not camp. 
He was intense, wasn't he? I don't know, I can't remember. Rah! He was furious with E-Man. Wasn't there a camp one in uh, Thundercats? Snarf, the little one. Oh no, he was too young to be camp. He you was a child. from any age, mate. I was at it four or five <laughs> years old. I was going up to all sorts. If you're doing a sketch show, says Bethan, can you dress Matt up, Matt up as a mermaid again? I've always suited him. You can see those photographs on Russell Brand website if you wanna. Matt, yeah, you as a website. You look lovely as a mermaid. Do you remember Me that? as a website. Matt's dressed as a website. It's just all noughts and ones. Yeah, I do remember that actually. Very painful memories. Why? It was good that day. Bra hurt. You look gorgeous. I was in a tail that I had to hop in. You was. I thought that mermaid costume looked beautiful. Actually, didn't we have to cut it out of the sketch? No. Oh no, the elephant man bit we cut out of it. Oh yeah. Weird. My mum dressed up as grot bags. What's that for thing earlier we said about what elephant man John Hurt thing? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, was John Hurt? You know, if you seen the Elephant Man, yeah. Was John Hurt in that film? No, no, it was all makeup. <laughs> My mum dressed up as grot bags for a fate one year, and her mate was the croc. It was really scary. I was five. Mystery person says that. By getting three points for your thirty-seven, it's the same as doing eighty miles an hour. Why isn't the punishment proportional? Says Sarah. What? Oh, yeah, um, that's true. Actually. You could have been doing eighty miles an hour. You still got three points. Nah. What's the really? bad thing about points? It can't just be. Yeah, you care? You feel a bit. Points mean Naughty. prizes. Woohoo! <laughs> 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 Get into the points. Points. Where else in life are points a bad thing? Nowhere. Points are fantastic. Get They're into called it. penalty points. <laughs> but even then, penalty points, well done. Oh, will he score? Yay, penalty points. Mm. Hi, Russell. You sound like, yeah, this is that thing. You sound like you're developing a Californian accent a bit. By the time you finish filming, you can sound like Beach Boy. I doubt it, Lind. It's because Have I you sound... found yourself saying anything California, eh? You do a bit have to say uh, bathroom. Because if you like, yeah. I mean, I really. I still do that now for bog. being over there. Which are, like, this is a euphemistic. Because you realise how rude toilet is to them. Yeah. That's like going, I need to go and, you know, it's like being too graphic. I've got to go to toilet. Yeah, bathroom. Because the toilet just... is an object that's in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, and uh, used only for defecation and mixturation. I also say little boys' room quite a lot. Yeah, they? they shouldn't have that. <laughs> <laughs> Not with Megan's law. If you've got a little boy's room, this whole place should look like the Disney castle on a computer. It's a bloody disgrace the way you're living. Yeah, well, also, right in America, because it's cap madly capitalist consumerist country, in restaurants, only tiny little toilet, right, because they sort of don't think, mmm, toilet, that's not making any money. So they like, oh, that's not true. It is, I bet it's true, right? I mean, it's a restaurant. Tiny it's what, like posh. What do you mean, a little posh? Right, well, it's a pr I went to a restaurant called Koi. It was pretty and posh and, like, the women, it was just ridiculous, right? And, like, sort of went in there. It's all opulent and gorgeous and splendid and, like, sort of, you feel insecure in there. So you think, well, I'll be a bit arrogant and now I can feel bleeding insecure. Look at my air catch. Right, and then we're, like, That's how you feel. That's not... No, that's what everyone, that's humankind's <laughs> response. Right, so then, um, but when, when you go into the toilet, it's little pokey, like, so tiny, like, the door hits you when someone else comes in it. You have this difficult to wash your hands. You you have to form little relationships in that lavvy to get through the experience. Oh, so much room in here, is there? Oh, blimey. Yeah, so it's like, I don't, I've been there quite a lot, and all the what, toilets... Los Angeles? Everywhere. <laughs> no, you ain't. You ain't, Sorry, mate. I've been to Los there. Angeles. When? when? When we went there, you idiot. Oh, yeah, yeah. We stayed in Beverly Hills for two weeks, and I oh, yeah. had a swimming pool on the what roof. What were we doing? What was going on there? I can't remember. June Sarpong turned up. June Sarpong did turn up. <laughs> there she was, old June Sarpong, up on the roof with us. Nothing yeah. weird happened. There was no small bathrooms over there. 
There is, look, not in the hotel, well, there is, and people will confirm that. Well, that's the because they don't make any money. Exactly. But they do lose money if you go, oh, the bathrooms are terrible at that place. They've lowered the whole standard of it. It's the whole thing, uh, the, the consumer went in the wrong to... room. <laughs> you were squatting also, they on keep a cleaner in there. There should be buckets of jiff. It was ridiculous. And a, cl a cleaner was crying in there <laughs> and saying, get out. Get out, get out. Not possible. Blah, I frighten, I frighten. stereotype. Mexican <laughs> cleaner in Los Angeles. They are! It's really racist there. Really racist. Or, which is, <laughs> is it, you know, giving Mexican people jobs? Is that racist? Uh, well, it is if they don't get no good jobs. That's a bit racist. Yeah, I suppose. They're not going to be governor like Arnie. Yeah. He's he still governor? It. If you're in, from a Nazi country, you're allowed to rise up through the ranks. <laughs> no, there's, Austria's all right. Now, hold on, we've got all sorts of things. I'm trying to solve some sort of mystery. What is it? Oh, yeah. Look at this, look at this new thing. Let's make inside of you the UK's number one single, says person who set up a website. Right, well, yeah, let's... Nah, I don't want to have to do that, because I'm only mucking about. I don't yeah. actually want to have to go on top of the pots, even though it don't exist no more, or anything like that, and have to be serious. Do a, do really try and do a record that you you know write the lyrics and do it. I don't think I just I've just have no talent in this area. I got I, I can sing. You can a, sing. sing a note. You I can, can sing. sing a note. Oh yeah, and do that. Yeah, I'll do that. Did mate. you attempt to use your um, sixty-four voice over there? Did you go? Well, I could do it in a few <laughs> different voices. Yeah, they said don't do the sixty-four voice. They said it was stupid. <laughs> I said, oh, well, what about this voice? <laughs> was it, is there something wrong with you? Are you going to do the voice? Oh, I'm crying. They <laughs> said it's the voice now. <laughs> I'm doing it for you. <laughs> it's time now for my new item, gay. Where is the bloody thing, the jingle for it? Oh, the pressure. Come on, react, react to the world around you, mate. We've only got twenty minutes. We've got to try and ring up Noel Gallagher. We can yeah, incorporate. An email here from Mark in Wales. He says, Russell Matt and G, I'm an avid podcast listener. Do listen to the podcast, it's brilliant. I've been for a while, it's a bloody brilliant show. I need help, and I think my problem may best be solved in your regular item. Gay. A couple of months ago, I was looking for a website I'd visited by trawling through my internet history when I found that my missus has been looking at a lot of internet porn. Actually, I looked at my computer, right? I went upstairs to look at my computer earlier. It had, um, like, we went on YouTube for, I can't remember what I was looking for now. <laughs> it doesn't, it, it just Russell Brand. That's what I'm going to be looking at. But anyway, I went to type in Russell Brand and it, it said something like breastfeeding and like uh, toddlers breastfeeding, images of breastfeeding older children breastfeeding. So who's doing that in my house? A woman who's probably, I don't know. Why are they doing it? Who is it? It can only be, right, here's the suspect list. Sharon Smith, stylist assistant, breastfeeding fetishist. Lynn. It doesn't mean it's fetishism, does it? They're just looking for a... Why do you want to look at people breastfeeding? Maybe they're running a community... Group They're running a community group! What's what wrong with you? What have you brought this up for? There's no way out of this and I'm desperately trying. <laughs> right, so who's done it? It isn't me. I don't want to have a look at people... Well, I do, I mean, not you children. You blackouts, don't you? <laughs> 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 woke up and I'm in mother care in handcuffs. Look, I don't look at breastfeeding... Like, I mean, you know me, I'm a very keen fan of the boob, but not... You know, I try not to think not of children. Used for its proper purpose. Yeah, not like I don't. I try and forget that that's got anything that's to do just, with boobs. There's a lot of women around your house of you know. Different I wonder ages. what they're doing. Who are these people coming in my house looking at breastfeeding? That's quite harmless. Maybe they just need. I, I think it's someone no, who needed why? a picture for something. Who? I don't know. What would it be? We'll get to the bottom of this. Someone looking at breastfeeding. Weird thing to bring up. It's not that weird. What other things are in there? Uh. 
Russell Brand, Russell Brand, <laughs> Russell Brand, <laughs> Russell Brand. Just me, and then that. That's... Don't Google yourself and look at yourself all the time. Google yourself. You'll go mad. YouTube yourself. Get so obsessed with yourself. Think about nothing else. <laughs> I do sometimes think about something else. <clears throat> right. After the initial shock, says this lad, Mark from Wales. Remember that he was looking at his, his uh, computer's internet history. He, he, was looking at, uh, he was looking for a website he visited. He trawled through his internet history. He found his missus had been looking at a lot of internet, internet porn. Nothing wrong with that. However, the porn she seems most interested in is transvestite porn. After the initial shock of finding the tranny porn, I think that might be a derogatory term, as I had no idea she liked it, I confronted the missus about it. She says she finds the blending of the feminine with the masculine a big turn-on. She says she only likes transvestites who are very feminine not big hairy biker in stockings type ones because it's like having sex with a woman but isn't really and avoids the need for any sexual aids we mean sexual aids as in, as in vibrators rather than lethal virus after watching some of this porn with my missus and I suppose after watching some of this porn with my missus and having dirty cuddles she confessed she gets turned on both by the idea of having tranny sex with her, me having sex with the tranny, the tranny having sex with me, all, all of the possible configurations. She said that it's one of her biggest fantasies, us having a threesome with one, and it's been hinting about making it happen ever since. Well, once you've said it explicitly, the hints are superfluous. Yeah, but keeping it, you know... What, keeping, keeping it, it bubbling up? Keep yeah. it current? Hey? Oh, who's making the two? Oh, who's going to do you? Lily Savage? <laughs> <laughs> okay, just keep Work it on, on everyone's TVs. Minds. What? Watching TVs? No, TVs. Wonder what's on TV tonight. TV, Whoa, that's what probably it's me in a bra. I'm really confused. Is she gay because she only likes the feminine ones and has urges to sleep with people who look like women? Am I gay as I'm slightly aroused by the whole idea? Uh, because some of these transvestites are gorgeous in my view, or are we just a pair of filthy, disgusting animals who should stop worrying about it and just get on with it? Or should we refrain from tasting this forbidden fruit? That's Mark from Wales and his problem for how I'm gay. Do it. Get on with it, mate. Yeah, who cares? Get that transvestite prostitute round to your house as quick as possible and get on with it. And ruin your marriage. The marriage will be ruined. The marriage is going to be finished. But the marriage is over already. Now that we've said this on the air, <laughs> your family's heard all about it. What a sham it is. A marriage propped up by the erect penis of a transvestite prostitute. That cannot last. I think that's good. I think it's all right. If I was ever in a marriage, I'd like to be the transvestite prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> we, do you remember that uh, ladyboy bar we went into? That was fantastic, wasn't it? Then were the days. I was scared. Yeah, it was scary only because of the how just, nice they are. Yeah, but I think it was because everyone else in there was really old and fat, and we were young blokes. Yeah, and aren't we <clears> handsome <throat> as well? So over they came, the lady boys. They go, oh no, I'm really good. And all Put they do is pull pants. their pants down and go, look, look, touch it, touch it's it. Been chopped off. Fine, it's not I, bodged. But it seems it looks in lovely, Nick. Well, that's yes, that's as I, that's what I'm familiar with. I don't mind if I do. And then yeah, they force you to buy drinks. It's this horrible machine, isn't it? What, what's a horrible machine? The drinks that you have to buy. <laughs> the, the things that they do. You uh... mean the vagina? <laughs> <laughs> Leave it as a penis, boys. Come on. <laughs> that wretched machine <laughs> shooting its way through my emotions. I like them. No, it's a weird, like, everyone, someone comes to sit with you and then says you have to buy a drink and then, mm. then you get shouted out. You're much man. more drawn to the lady boy than I, though, no? You yeah, said you don't mind they them. They were good looking, those ones. They were better looking than the women. The Do you women remember the, the sad really women good. walking around dancing with a balloon? And yet us, out of our ridiculous prejudices, ended up sleeping with those ones. I know. What's wrong with us? No, I don't, you, you wouldn't be able to sleep with a lady boy. Be scary. I'm yeah. I'm too nervous about. There's always like you can, that. Then, there's always some giveaways. You know, there's some difference. Always some distinction. I mean, 
perhaps we should try and be more sexually amorphous, but I mean, I did that time when I was a younger man on drugs, did masturbate that man, didn't I? And I must say, I didn't enjoy it very much at all. But you were being filmed, you could hardly go with it. That's true, but he weren't very attractive either. No, but those ladyboys in, where were they? Tight Bangkok. Bangkok. Those ladyboys didn't even have a willy, did they? They no. were properly committed to yeah. being ladyboys. Well, all in all, Mark from Wales, <laughs> I think, uh, <laughs> go for it. We've all said too much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think the real problem here is Matthew and I. <laughs> trawling the bars of Bangkok, <laughs> supporting a sex industry that oppresses the world's poor. So, which is terribly bad, and we'll do something about it after the revolution. But until then, me love you long time. It's a <laughs> wacky new holiday at the expense of people's souls. Um, well done. <laughs> so, listen, I think, uh, I think they should do it. Yeah. yeah. Do it, and report back but to do us. do it in a way that you, you know, contain it, you talk about it before. Keep it manageable. it will mess things up. It's going to ruin your marriage. Have you not seen the film, what is it? That's that film? Star uh, Wars? No, that one where I had sex with that transsexual. It really <laughs> ruined my marriage. No, no, yeah, I did mean indecent proposal, as Mr. G said. It will gnaws up your marriage. It will. But it's good that his girl, his wife's got that fetish, and she's really good. That's a great together. wife. Yeah. If it, yeah, if I had a wife, I'd want to. Hold on, I might be jealous of her wanting to have it off with a transsexual no, prostitute. It's probably just a fantasy. It'll never it's just happen. a fan. No, it's going to happen. They're going to do it. We've arranged it. Give what? us a ring next week. Get them in here. Nick, producer. Right, this is your Let's first phone call. You can get transsexual prostitutes in any We'll book them. We'll get you a transsexual prostitute. Nick, producer of the show, here's what we want to do. Find a transsexual prostitute for Mark. That's job one. This is the way he talks to his PA. This is a real Number voice. He's not putting this on. Number two. Get that, get a call into and that this is person, Mark. not the first Mark. time he's asked for a transsexual prostitute. Number three, call your dad, Reverend Phillips, and tell him <laughs> what the last two phone calls you made were. <laughs> In fact, get him on the line to listen for the to the two calls, you disgusting little disappointment of a son. Oh, You're a good son. So I'm a lovely person you could ever meet. We've given him a job. We've taken him away in the BBC, get our own independent company to take over the show so we'll make more That's money. Good. We're employing him. Give me a job every two weeks because we used to get sacked that often. That's right, mate. We did get sacked because of conversations like the one we've just had. <laughs> sacky, sacky! Off we go, XFM, remember that? Sacked for Back advertising crack. Off we went home in our little moody cab with a homeless man sat with us looking out the window knowing that very soon the homeless gentleman will be the most salubrious of us all. Here's another gay problem that needs solving. Hiya, Russell, Matt G and everyone else there, says uh, Shannon Haley. Uh, we want to know, Russell, who would you most likely turn gay for? A, Noel Fielding, B, Matt Morgan, C, Noel Gallagher, or D, Self in Mirror? Well, obviously, D, Self in Mirror. If I could, like an amoeba, self-subdivide, have another me, I would have it off with that other me. When I was a little kid, I did used to think, do gay people fancy themselves? But I was a kid. You idiot, you idiot homophobe kid. I always knew a it. Child. You were growing up. Look at all that. That's institutionalised homophobia you no, had. It isn't. No one yep. told me that. I just thought it. Who was it? Bob? Sue? <laughs> <laughs> Which one of your parents? Which one of the Morgans institutionalised homophobia do you like that? No, I just thought it's a childish logic thing, isn't it? I wonder if you're gay if you fancy yourself. You fancy yourself. Look, he's cupping his boob. I will cup it. He's obsessed with himself. You should see me since I've been doing this thing called Capoeira or something it's called. It's a Brazilian Capoeira. martial art. Capoeira? You can't like that. do Capoeira. Oh, you want to see me, mate? Jinga, Jinga. I do it with this bloke, Alfred. What? I do have a bloke called Alfred. Jenga, he comes around. It's a game. Jinga, Jinga. That's not. It's a move from Capoeira. You want to see me, mate? That's um, based on, like, kickboxing and stuff. Uh, it came from, they, uh, the slaves learned that because it was a way they could learn a martial art to attack the uh, slave owners and it still Without looked like dancing. Realizing. <clears throat> Didn't know what they were practicing. Just, well, there they go, they're having a lovely dance. Would you mind putting on the show? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll do a show for you. Um, 
So I'd go for me first. If it was to be a marriage, I'd probably marry Matt. If it was like a gay marriage, Don't lock me in that hell. Come on, we get a transsexual prostitute. It's going to be brilliant. Uh, if it was for just sort of like dirty sex, probably Noel Fielding. And if I wanted boring sex with a decrepit, wrinkly old man, <laughs> it'll be Noel Gallagher. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. He's That's a lovely, gorgeous, gorgeous fella. But now, isn't it? Good. Your little rundown. My rundown of who I want to have it off with. No, she's a self, Matt. No fielding for like really dirty sex, then uh, no Gallagher. Uh, what? What? What's the wrong with that? Me and old no fielding, jostling along, noshing away. You have to get dressed in a hurry afterwards, putting on each other's clothes. Not, <laughs> no one noticing. <laughs> be ridiculous. Hold on, isn't? Should we do any more gay porn? Oh, this show's nearly over. I'm just getting into the swing of things now. You're yeah. to BBC Radio Two. We text can just stay on air. That's true. What's what clap traps on after this? Whispering Bob Harris. He's out of his mind. And he and Bob Harris will take over. He's a very good broadcaster. Of course he is. He's brilliant and he's been brilliant for years. Old grey whistle test. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. Now, come on. You, can you whistle blowing out? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Us whistle sucking in. It's the future, mate. Get into it. What do you want to get blowing out for? Suck it all in. <laughs> Even my whistle. <laughs> <laughs> Panicking. Gasping asthmatic shrill racket. Dear Russell Matt and G, says Grant and Grant, here's a question for your regular item gay. I've been working in bars for years around the country, but recently my boyfriend, also called Grant, I like that, that answers your question, do they fancy themselves? Well, there's some narcissism to the Grants. We got the, anyway, we decided to set up a business on our own. We've got the cash and the enthusiasm, but we want ideas. Where should we set up? How should we decorate it? And what should be the entertainment? Is it a bar they're doing? Yeah, they're going to set up their own bar. Uh, what should be the entertainment? Yours, Grant and Grant. I reckon it should be like a big sexy bar, and it should have like, uh, loads of different types of sexy things going on, like sexy transvestite prostitutes everywhere. Not prostitutes, they're doing what they want for money and not for money, you know, that sort of thing. And a snooker. What do you think, Matt? A snooker? Snooker, yeah. People play snooker. Um, I was, uh, maybe some sort of theme. What not, is the not theme? sexual. What's the theme, then, maybe for the grants? Um, the grant. Know. One, like, I know, Grant Mitchell. It's a big East End-style yob pub. Like, where they do Grant's gangs, right? And they get different f gangs in. Puerto Rican gang one week, then it's like, I don't know, gang of fugs, like hoodlums or something. Chicago no, gang. cocktail classy. <laughs> Boring. Why? What are you going to do in there? They won't even let you I in. I like cocktails. Yeah, well, you drink them out of your cupped hand. <laughs> 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 Disgusting business. Look, should we put Mr. G on? Yes. Mr. G? Yeah. You right, mate? Or are you, what are you doing? He's in his dressing room now. <laughs> Get him out. Here he Just comes. Do a line of cocaine and he'll turn up drugs back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the poem is called Reunited. Back together again once more for the first time, reuniting Max Diffuse, license abused with besmirched smiles. Inside of you, CDs neatly supplied through, points mean prizes mean fines to drive to, to organ grind you, a radio show to prime you, lavatorial abuse splitting sides that confine you, put it all behind you, the fuzzy monster that shines through, slumping with style all the while crimson cries true. Back together again once more for the first time, reuniting hand to emu here to see two unrehearsed minds. Together in sync, stretching the brink, elegantly linked, confessing their worst crimes. Mr. Yes. G, all on the mic, he makes it up, that boy. You can see him in the West End if you want to, and if he allows you to see him. He's so snooty these days since he's been in that West End show. Have a look on his MySpace page if you want to know more. Uh, hey, if you want to see me in LA, you can't, it's all sold out. The LA gig sold out really quickly. I've been caught up in a storm of hype in there. I'm going on Letterman and Leno in America. Imagine that. Don't blurt that out on the I'll radio. I'll blurt it out. Imagine how powerful I'll be then. Ha, 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 ha. Then some more delicious power. You if fool. Any, if anyone who works for those shows wants
wants to get in touch. I've got a few stories. <laughs> Funny things to bring up. <laughs> okay, so, Russell, it's good that you <laughs> sat down for this interview. <laughs> now, listen. Okay, so like, what a show it's been. It's going to be a marvellous show next week as well. Probably we will get around to calling old Gallagher. What else are we going to do, Matt? What will we do? Um, we will get to the bottom of uh, we will all sorts of All things. sorts of mysteries will be solved. We are going to finally get... Marilyn Manson, get him on. Well, I'll do it when we're in Los Angeles. You're coming out of this soon, oh, aren't you? i to meet him, actually. Yeah, he's going to be lovely, isn't he? Imagine that. We, we can have that transvestite sex we've been dying for if your poppy's cricket box on. Go on, tuck it away in your sandwich packet. Uh, also, what else have we got to do? Have we got anything to worry about? Um, Hold on, no, somebody's no, coming. No. Says here, Sid Owen. Yeah, well, why don't we ring Noel Gallagher more? Sid Owen's coming in. Ricky, out of EastEnders. Sid Owen, imagine that. He'd be on, on the blower. Show. He's coming along. Yep, that would be nice. When are, you, what's, when are you back? Are you here next week? Oh, no. I'll be in Hawaii. Hawaii? Oh, we might have to pre-record. We're going to pre-record. It's going to be a pre-record. We've got to pre-record it. Because this is live now, though. That's good, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so next week, all nice and pre good, isn't it? Lovely. You got to say all nice and live, didn't you? But hold on. Let's just see if there's anything else that needs to be all sorted out before we go off on our little journey. Oh, sorry for touching that mic. Right, this is... Look at this. Uh, Kate from Manchester says, While at the gym this morning, I heard on the radio that Richard Madeley has been voted uh, cringiest moment on TV when he interviewed a dwarf. Apparently asked the dwarf, Do you find that people patronise you? That means talking down to you. <laughs> That's nice. What a lovely thing to perfect. say. Perfect. Yeah, he's perfect. Perfect joke. Perfect. Nice work, Richard. Where is he? He was meant to come on our radio show once. What did you do with him? Where is he gone? On holiday. Do you remember that when I threw that pistache, load of pistachio shells at the window once when we were doing a radio show and things weren't going proper? It wasn't to lovely Nick or lovely, lovely Graham and lovely poor people there now. There's some other fella in here but who ratted me out to the press for winning a cup. That little rat. Who was he? I remember him. Yeah, but he was not doing his job proper. <laughs> I just lobbed some pistachio yeah, shells. Pistachio nutshells <laughs> and then winning a cup. That's honestly like a little monkey. <laughs> would not be able to hold the cup while it, it wheezed. No, it wouldn't. I'm better. No, you show it. me the monkey that's as good as me. That's why you show me the monkey. scientist. They once had this article about... Show someone... me the monkey! <laughs> <laughs> someone worked out that monkeys get embarrassed when they fall over and they look round to see if anyone sort of, like, noticed it. My cat does that after he does a poo. He looks round to see if I've noticed it. Usually I have done, of course, because I've made him do it on a little porcelain dish, which I've been display as art. And the cat does look embarrassed. Where's his litter tray? I've never yeah, seen it. in the garden. You don't need a litter tray. Oh, really? Yeah, he just goes out there, he does it in the world. It's all right. Like licorice. Nice. Fine. It's all right. Perfect. <laughs> Lovely little fellow is. I missed that little guy, Morrissey, sleeping in my tummy earlier on. I stroked him. Then I picked him up and got angry. Don't like does he miss you? Does he notice? Does I he don't think you? he cares that much, really. I think he. I don't think it would be worth taking him to America because I don't think he'd like oh, it. The forms you'd have to fill in. Can you imagine all that? It's bad enough when I have to go in my little special drug room. What you I still have to do that every time I go to America. Off I go to that special drug room, sit down for a bit. So many other people here look a bit square. I think what cool crimes have you done? Because that is as cool as my crimes. I was a badass. I'd say they're uh, cool. Crimes are bad. Especially Matt Morgan speeding away, chewing through kids at 37 miles an hour. Evil, Mad Matt. That's what we can call your radio show if it ever happens. Mad Matt. No. The abuser of the law. Highway code disregarding Matt Morgan brings you shoddily chosen stuttery music hour after hour and hideous untrue revelations about sainted, <laughs> soon-to-be global star Russell Brand. Vicious boy. that little room. Hmm? 
Little Rome. Okay, little Rome. Okay, little Rome now. Right, come on, this radio show's nearly finished. Let's see if there's anything else we should be wrapping up. Right, so sit down in the car next week. Let's try and get an old Gallagher. You organise it, Nick. You lay about. Get them people and prostitute. Right? <laughs> we will say that. Mark, come on, that's worth following up, isn't it? That's a yeah, funny that is, thing. That's good. Get him on there, or Mark, we'll find out. They, we'll have, they do it, right? Well, prostitution then they is a bit illegal. Yeah, because uh, like, we won't, we'll have to sort we of make it sound like healing voice effect to them so we protect their uh, yeah, anonymity. Protect their, and they should do the healing voice during the sex as well to take some of the pressure off. Oh, that yeah. hurts! Hi, I'll do it now! <laughs> We've made a mistake! <laughs> <laughs> Our marriage doesn't seem the same! I don't trust you! Whose hand is that? Oh, God! Long nails but bony knuckles! I'm confused! <laughs> Ah, that'd be okay. Uh, Why yeah. not get Toby Hull to dress up as a woman? Get him to go around there, goose him up all nice. Yeah, because isn't it always, you know, it's not going to be so rude and weird if it's a little baby bird doing it. A little baby bird? That's all right. What do you say he makes cheeping noises now? That's weird. Uh, I don't want it. Cheep, 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 cheep. A very reasonably priced transsexual prostitute. <laughs> cheep, cheep. Don't mind if I do. It's Toby Hull. And on that... <laughs> on that, right. If you want, yeah, learn more about me doing stand-up in LA. If you're an American person listening to this podcast because I need lots of support by LA, then get sold out really quick in like a date or something, that's but good. There's about 12 chairs in the room. Doesn't matter. <laughs> From little acorns, bloody great big chestnut trees grow, mate. That's what they say, ain't it? Right, if you're interested in what's happening on this planet, then do something about it. This is BBC Radio 2, online on digital and on 88 to 91 FM. Derp, derp, derp. <laughs> <laughs>